0: WCSG Backstage Gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs From your family-friendly morning show The most music for your middays And the ride home I'm Jeremy I'm Amanda I'm Tom
1: And I'm Anja And this is WCSG
0: WCSG
1: Backstage We're
0: gonna rock
2: down to Electric Avenue Then we'll take it higher
0: Well, welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we dream up our perfect grilled dinner, share some good news Would Tell Me Something Good, challenge each other in a round of Would You Rather, and I get to bring a deep cut about friendship.
2: And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire.
0: So, the 4th of July is coming. Summer is basically in full swing, which means our neighbors are smelling delightful. Well, I guess our neighborhoods. <laughs> neighbors might be smelling delightful as well because they're standing in front of the grill. Time to put together your dream grill dinner. Pick three items that you would include, whether you know how to make them or not. Tom, lead us off.
2: Okay, well, uh, I like smoking meats and uh, vegetables. Uh, I've got a Traeger, and I've, I've got uh, actually four new woods that I'm trying out this summer. Oh, so wow. So, I'm really excited about that. I say woods. I mean pellets, but still. Um. But looking at the meal I would make, uh, it, would, it would probably start with smoked vegetables. I do a, a zucchini, potatoes, garlic, cloves, eggplant, salt, pepper, olive oil mix. And then I, I smoke that for about a good hour until uh, they, they get kind of soft. And uh, that's, that's how I'd start it. I'd also uh, do hamburgers and kielbasa. Um, I get some kielbasa on the west side from Frank's that's really good mm. and uh, then I'd uh, do a pesto pasta salad as well so is something that something kind you do light. on the grill the, no the pesto no pasta? no okay. that's, just, that's, just, that's just a side dish, dish. Okay. yeah, absolutely no. <laughs> well,
0: I, I, I figured you'd get pretty excited about this topic because I know that you have been smoking meat for a long time
2: yeah yeah it's a lot of fun you know I used to do it back in the day with uh, with an old Weber grill where I'd soak the the wood and do all that stuff it'd be like a all-night process mm-hmm. but uh with the Traeger, it's kind of a cheat, but I figure I put I put in uh, my work uh, back in the day so I can do the cheat now. Um, that way you just kind of set it and forget it and you're your good dupes. to go. Yeah, you I paid did. your grilling yeah, days. Yeah, I good, did. Good. I did. So I don't feel bad about it.
1: <laughs> Angela? Okay, so um, I'm the exact opposite of the fancy that Tom is bringing to the table. I really love nothing fancy about grill. I want a cheeseburger. Okay. And I mean, a really juicy cheeseburger, uh, provolone or Moonster cheese, maybe lightly toasted bun mm. um, on the grill, that sort of thing. That's it. That's all I'm looking for <laughs> as far as a good grilling meat. Yeah. You know. I also love to, p- to put vegetables in tinfoil. I started mm-hmm. doing this when uh, my family would camp a lot when I was younger. And you know, slice up onions and, and summer squash and whatever, and then throw them in tinfoil and you wrap them up and drizzle them with a little bit of olive oil mm-hmm. and toss them. Right on the grill. And that's great. I, yeah. I love that. But my side dish also is not grilled. But it is definitely a summer um, grilling out type dish. Potato salad. Mm. And I love making this potato salad. I use red um, red potatoes, onions, celery, and I add radishes. And radishes is the thing that- Just ever, a little bite. Just a little just a little. Are they bite. the
0: thinly sliced yes, ones? Yes, I slice yes, them fairly yes, thin yes.
1: and um, yeah, put those in. Give that little peppery flavor. Mm. Punch. Yep. Yes.
0: Well, I am not as comfortable behind the grill as most people. So only one of my three foods is actually from the grill. And that is brats. They're my absolute favorite mm. thing. Just topped with some sauteed onions and peppers yes. that you could also do on the grill. Uh, but then German potato salad. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's more of a vinegar-based, and then there's, like, some bacon because you cook it with the bacon grease, and it is just amazing. And mustard and... There might be a touch of mustard Mm -hmm. in there. My friend Andy, his mom makes it, and I haven't had it in years, but it is so good and so hearty. It's one of those that, like, once you, like, refrigerate it and get it back out, it's all, like pasty and sticky. <laughs> it's not very,
2: yeah. So the the schnitzelbach used to make it way back in the day. Yeah. The schnitzelbach. I
1: loved the schnitzelbach.
2: restaurant, so, yeah. Yes, I yeah. remember going it's there as good. a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, wrap
0: it all up, I would either do a watermelon or cantaloupe with just a little dash of salt. Something fresh to help nice. cut through some of the grease and <laughs> thickness that <laughs> I've got going on everywhere <laughs> else.
3: <laughs> I went a different direction. I am a big fan of grilled pizza, mm. where you buy just the pre-made dough and you get your grill nice and hot and you put that on there let it cook just for a moment take it off flip it over and then put your toppings on it and then stick it back on. It does not take long at all. It's Mm. super tasty. Um, You have to be careful though because it can get away from you real quick. I've never done that. I also sticking with the carb theme and the cheese like (laughs) if you cut up like a loaf of bread, put olive oil on it put that on your grill with cheese on top, like make your garlic bread on the grill. That's also super good and then I, these things don't go together. I know it's supposed to be a meal but whatever. I just, I like a good steak on the grill like mm. if it's not too cooked it's not like charcoal briquette there's like a way to be... blend that all together sure. you cook the
0: steak you slice it up you stick it on your pizza that you made and yes. you have on the <laughs> side <laughs> of garlic bread there you go there you go yeah.
1: I've never tried pizza on the grill that's gonna be do that's a my little,
3: goal a little google research first yes. like get okay. your get your wits about you before you head in because <laughs> like I said it can burn really fast I tried to just good. do it
0: like thinking oh a grill works like an oven I'm just gonna stick this pizza right. on there and it w- I've never <laughs> seen anything <laughs> turned more black in my entire life. Wow. Pizza jerky. something good.
2: Well, the world may feel upside down at the moment, but there are some great news stories out there. It's time to share our Tell Me Something Good stories. Anja, what what, what did you bring today?
1: So I brought a story from um, the east side of the state. Edward Martell was a 27-year-old high school dropout with an extensive arrest record. And he seemed a prime candidate for rehabilitation. But when he was facing a 20-year drug conviction, instead of meeting out the max sentence, the judge, Judge Bruce Morrow was his name. gave Martel probation and a challenge, mm. and he said, um, "The next time you step into my courtroom, I expect you to have made something of yourself in mm. something big." He said, "Quote." I challenge you to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company instead of uh, being out here selling drugs. So, Morrow said it was kind of in jest, but he understood and believed that he could be anything he wanted to be. So, fast forwarding 16 years, uh, Martell was standing in front of Judge Morrow, again, only this time being sworn in as an attorney after passing the Michigan State Bar. Because of his record, it was a little bit difficult and there were a lot of hurdles. Um, The other thing that I thought was pretty sad is that um, because of his his, uh, fact that he had a GED and the record, guidance counselors discouraged him from pursuing a legal Mm, career saying, yes, saying you can't do this. And he just said, I never... I refused to get, give up. Wow, awesome. good for him. So so. is he
0: going to go into a, a law practice that would help kids like what he used to go through?
1: Well, he did clerk at the District of Columbia's Federal Public Defender's office. Um, and eventually was hired by the Perkins Law Group as a mm. researcher and a writer at this point. Nice. Um, so to practice law there's a lot of a
0: lot more to do. Yeah, there's sure. it,
1: <laughs> once you pass the bar then you then you get to pay your dues. Do all yeah. the groundwork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. he's well on his way. Good for him.
2: Tom? Well, Fidalia Dalbrunig uh, celebrated her 100th Birthday in style by riding on a fire truck. Uh, this was yeah. It, it was her birthday. <laughs> that Was wave. a great lead in. That's yeah, my yeah. favorite one so far. Uh, she loved it. Uh, she drove around and people were at the curb. They all waved. It was kind of <laughs> like a parade to her. Um, her four children also joined her on the ride. She has seven grandchildren, fourteen great grandchildren. Wow. She wanted to ride the fire truck for one reason. Uh, her son is a retired fire chief. Uh, her nieces and nephews are all volunteer firefighters. Wow. She said they made quite a fuss over me. Um, Her personal secret for long life, 100 years old, is pretty simple. She says, Keep busy, keep moving. Uh, She says, I always have something going on. I had a house with a big garden. She loves flowers, she had lots of them. Um, She also volunteered for various groups and organizations, including her library and the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Uh, She says, I tried about everything I could, whoever needed help. I always pitched in. Um, When it comes to living a good life, her advice is also pretty straightforward. She says, just don't get yourself into trouble, for one thing, (laughs) and of course, eat well. Uh, She added that uh, to live a good life, people should help others. That makes you feel better, she said. She says, I'm enjoying life and going to try to stay around as long as I can. Her daughter added, let's put it this way, she's still saving seeds for next year. So what does that tell you? (laughs) Yeah, sweet story about a centenarian who is uh, living her best life.
3: Yeah, a body in motion stays in motion. That's
2: yeah, right. Yeah. Good Did they give her, her a chance to spray the hose at all? I don't think she could handle <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to double check. She has a limitation. <laughs> of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's funny. <laughs> I just
3: wondered if she wanted the fire truck because she can't really hear it anymore. Like, uh, yeah. but Maybe not. It sounds like she's doing really well. Yeah, she
2: is. She is.
3: Well, my Tell Me Something Good also deals with people who are a little bit older, and a story of reuniting first love. There was a man named Dwayne, and he was stationed in Japan in the military, and he fell in love with a Japanese girl named Peggy back in 1954. Mm. Well, life has its twists and turns, and Dwayne and Peggy found themselves expecting a child. They were not married, and Dwayne got told, you got to go back home to Iowa, And so he left and he said, I will come back for you. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I will figure this out. Mm. Well, life happened and Dwayne's father became ill. And so he had to give his time and his resources to helping out on the family farm. But that stuck with him for a long, long time. Yeah his son knew about this story and his son is like, I got to help you find her because Mm. you're 91. You have this regret in your heart that you weren't Mm. able to go back. Come to find out back in the 50s, Peggy moved to Michigan. So she was not in Japan. She ended up in Michigan Ah. and there was a young woman who worked for National Geographic who was doing a report and finds a newspaper from the 50s. Japanese woman makes her home in Michigan. So she Mm. does a little bit of research search, somehow gets hooked up with Dwayne's son and is like, I think this is the woman your dad has been looking for. Mm. And they were able to make the connection and be reunited. Aww. What had happened is Peggy had lost the baby. And Aww. so that was something that was very sad. <laughs> She had been writing letters to Dwayne for many years, but Dwayne's mom didn't want him involved with a Japanese girl, so she threw the letters away. Whoa. So they could have had this connection all these years, and then it just it fell apart because the letters stopped coming, but they didn't really stop coming. Oh, yeah. So anyway, they were able to be reunited thanks to this newspaper article that this girl found. When Dwayne met up with Peggy, he's like, I never stopped thinking about you. I always mm. wondered what happened to you. And he still had her picture in his wallet, Aww. even though he had another wife, he had children, you know, here in the United States. And he said it was so freeing to be able to just to have that moment to apologize, to kind of make things right and to realize that she was doing OK, too. Mm-hmm. Like they both were able to grow up and move on and but had that moment of closure between the two of them. So probably
2: a relief for her, too, to know that he didn't ever get those letters. Right. You know, she was probably thinking, oh, he, he never wanted right. to talk to right. me. Right. Yeah. He got these letters. He right. He just ignored me so that's that's beautiful
3: yeah and he just goes on to say you know if you have a chance and you are able to reconcile with someone you should do it because it will make your heart feel so much freer yeah
0: absolutely absolutely well, my Tell Me Something Good brings us to a great place, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> uh, it starts with a man named Fred Stemp. Uh, 22 years ago, Fred was hard at work as a police officer in Georgia. Uh, he was working the evening shift and unfortunately had to miss a lot of the family dinners. So that's when his wife's like, hey, why don't you take the girls out? They had three girls at the time, uh, seven, three, and an infant uh, to Chick-fil-A on his dinner break and it would be before their bedtime. Well, they had a great time. Then they did it again and again and again and again. And now 22 years later, they continue with this tradition. His daughters are now 29, 25, and 21. They have one rule when they get together, and that is no phones. Uh, So they rely on the kindness of the Chick-fil-A people to take photos when they're together. (laughs) Uh, But this has allowed them to enjoy conversations about life, uh, just dreams, relationships, go through all those preteen challenges in high school and college years and adulthood. Um, And they were even able to persevere through a couple different seasons of life when Fred had leukemia. One of the daughters had emergency brain surgery and even uh, the course of the pandemic. So uh, that's a great story all on its own, but this has also inspired certain Chick-fil-A locations to uh, do and host daddy-daughter events and mother-son events at certain locations so that these can uh, continue to help grow those relationships. But Fred says, we're usually the oldest ones there by far. I turn to the dads with the little ones and say, this is what they grow up to be, and this is how you make memories. We realize we're all getting older and busier and and we will not be able to do this forever, so it's important to enjoy each other and stay in the moment. Aw. Great story. Great story. They don't do it on Sundays, though. Probably not on Sundays. (laughs) No. Unless you order it ahead of time, stick it in the oven at home, and then bring it out on Sunday. Yeah, bring a picnic table. Would
1: you rather? Well, it's been a while since we've done this, but it's time for Would You Rather. Each of us has prepared a Would You Rather challenge to share with the rest of the group, and just can't wait to hear what these are. Amanda, what's your Would You Rather? Okay, mine goes back to grilling,
3: and this feels like kind of an easy one, but maybe not so much. Would you rather... The meat has to stay intact, okay? The size and shape that it is. Would you rather eat a hot dog on a hamburger bun or a hamburger on a hot dog bun? (laughs) You can't cut the meat up to make it fit.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, my kids and I had to get real creative. We ran out of burger buns, but had burger meat, and I just turned the burger meat into hot dog shapes (laughs) and cooked those up. called them bogs, burger dogs. Um, Uh, Wow. (laughs) I... I feel like I would do the burger and the hot dog bun. I feel like it'd be kind of fun. Better than a hot... I feel like the hot dog and a burger <laughs> bun would roll out.
1: Well, you'd have like so much extra on the sides. Yeah. I'm with Jeremy. I, I'm I'm gonna do a burger on a on a hot dog bun. Have it just be an open face, an yeah, open face. Yeah,
2: there
3: you go. There yeah, you could go. just
1: fold it. Yeah, fold it down.
2: I I do the burger on the hot dog bun too. It seems more like a taco or something like that. Sure. So it, it makes sense, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, what did you, you pick the, yeah. the
3: humor of it. I would do the hot dog. on Yeah, just,
2: just, just for effect. Right. Yeah. I feel like if you Good didn't you.
0: bite it from the end, that's probably dangling out. You bite from the side, and it would roll out. So
2: much extra bread too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the yeah. extra.
3: Bread. and then you have to like take into account like how do the condiments like you'd have a whole lot of like ketchup and whatnot if you did the burger yeah, bun with the true. hot dog you'd have it all in one spot you know what i mean yeah, yeah. You it could wouldn't change be it up. dispersed
2: that's a funny thought good one <laughs> you could put the relish like on one side and, and mustard on the other side take a bite of the relish then take a bite of the, yes. the hot dog one change <laughs> the flavor profile as you work so like you find perfect a combination. New, combination yeah it be
1: like having a brand new hot dog every time yes yeah. yes every time
0: um, mine is also food related, so here you go. Would you rather eat a cold hot dog? Oh, gross! One of those ones that's been grilled, but it got passed by so much at the picnic that it's all cold and so it's wrinkly? not
3: refrigerated. No, it's, I been, mean, so it's, it's, more like it's got a chill to it
0: because it's been sitting out mm. in the air. But it was cooked previously. But it was cooked previously. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Or a tall glass of unrefreshing hot lemonade that's been sitting in the sun oh. over the past hour. No ice in it. It's just way past lukewarm. Just miserable.
1: Just uh, not refreshing af- at all. No, I don't Like any of that.
2: <laughs> That's do, why it's a would you rather. <laughs> oh. I do the hot dog. I don't mind cold hot dogs. <laughs> okay, I'll eat. I'll eat a cold cooked hot dog out of the fridge. My sister so. would eat a
3: cold uncooked hot dog when we were growing up. She would just go
1: in the fridge and just eat a hot dog. Yeah,
3: it's it's like, like
2: bologna. They have a yeah. nice snap to them when you oh. do it that way. I bet. Oh. <laughs>
1: definitely the lemonade i really? hate to say this but i watched a TikTok once on how hot dogs are made and it cured <laughs> me there's just no more hot dogs in my future uh, fair enough
3: i would also say the lemonade because i feel like i could get my brain to believe it was like a hot tea you know what i mean oh, like sure. it would be like sure. soothing to your throat maybe mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but the hot not but the hot dog mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. no nope.
0: okay what about you uh, i mean i, I honestly i this is probably really bad. I could probably go either way. <laughs> you would actually enjoy both Don't of them. Sound good. It's not that I seek those out, but I feel like I could eat a cold hot dog and I'd be like, no big deal. No big and I deal. could eat, I could drink the glass of warm lemonade and be like, no, mm, it's not my favorite, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> well, my would you rather has much to do with, you know, what we're dealing with right now mm. in the world. So would you rather drive a brand new Tesla? With no garage to charge it in, meaning that you would have to go to a public place to charge it, like a Meijer or a Starbucks, or a brand new Mercedes-AMG Roadster that requires premium gas at California prices, which right now is close to 7 bucks a gallon.
2: This is very depressing. Where this do way.
1: I work? How far is work away?
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: How many times do I
1: travel? Like,
3: uh, Yeah. Mm. With my current like commute and stuff, that's what, what? we're supposed to okay. factor in. And I think Teslas
1: take a good 20 hours to get a full charge,
3: too, what by the is, way. Okay.
0: Help me understand. Like, I am aware of Tesla and electric vehicles in general, but is there a cost to plugging it in? Like when you go to Meyer and you plug mm-hmm. it in, is there a, co- a cost to it so. at all? I don't think so.
3: No, it's an incentive to have like you okay. can use our electricity okay. for free.
2: Wow. <sighs> that's tough. You'd have to spend the night there. Maybe though. that's you why it, does. Yeah. it
3: your takes card a while to to work. Seriously. Takes
1: a while to charge up your Tesla. Oh boy they're both really nice cars though right? right yeah
2: yeah but what can you do <laughs>
1: This really you one. guys are really i,
2: I,
0: at I this am going to. I, I know i probably wouldn't do this but my first reaction was to take the tesla and i would find a good place to park it where i could also plan to do my errands so my car is charging while i'm doing things do you know what i'm saying but do you so really like, want
3: your car at meyer all like oh i gotta go to meyer again for like 10 hours yeah because you need a full charge because you're gonna
0: drive you're, you know how much but, but you, you get out. like right. what how much much do you get on a charge?
1: Uh, a full charge, the same as a full tank of gas, about right. four hundred miles. So you're talking
0: about a, you know a handful of days before you have to charge it. Yeah, full here's the again. other
1: thing too, though it's winter sometimes in yeah, Michigan, and yeah. batteries
0: drain quicker you know, in the cold. I'm just going to stick with the Tesla because, <laughs> because you if own I own Tesla about it, stock and, and you want true. to support the company, <laughs> bring it up to the moon.
2: <laughs> All right,
3: um, I think my time is worth something and so i am going to say the california gas because i need i need to be able to do other things and not be constantly looking for a charger i can't even manage it with my phone you know (laughs) (laughs) It's not charging fast, <laughs> Right. Exactly. It's like you could get
0: in a good routine about it though.
3: We're each allowed to have you're our own. You're right, opinion. you're
0: right. You're right. You're right. Don't <laughs> change your mind. Stick with the gas.
2: I'd probably go for the gas too, hoping that gas would eventually come down. Uh, I just I just feel like it's gonna be a while until we have all the chargers that we need for, for all the electric vehicles we're gonna have. Yeah. Well, and so.
0: they're ramping those up so much that are we're, yeah, we're yeah. going to start seeing a lot more of that, I bet. Absolutely, yeah. because
1: not everybody has a garage. You're I mean, right. there are whole You're communities right. in, in Florida. You go to Florida and, you know, the, most people
0: don't have garages and that right. sort of thing. But and they you, are all driving golf carts.
1: But they're all driving... <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly. So what would you choose? <laughs> oh, definitely the Roadster. Uh, Mercedes-AMG Roadster. By Most of them have five-point harnesses because they go so fast. Oh, nice. And you just really... Yeah, those are...
3: You really burn through the fuel. You burn through the fuel. But, you know,
1: (laughs) if you can afford one of those cars, you really have no gas prices. No no gas prices. Whatever.
2: (laughs) Okay. uh, Mine is not about uh, any particular topic that is relevant necessarily, but uh, I I thought this was good. Uh, Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors Hmm. or go into the future And meet your great-great-grandchildren.
3: Oh, great-great-grandchildren.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: For sure.
1: Great-great-grandchildren. Yeah.
0: Wow. I wonder if this is a case study for male brain and female brain, because my initial reaction was go into my past. Yeah. But that's because I struggle to even remember much of it. So I would do that. I would totally do that.
2: I just
3: want to see the return on my investment.
2: You know, with my kids. I
3: guess that's that's a way to put it.
1: Right, right, right.
2: I want to go into the future, but I think part of it is because I want to see what the future is like. Sure.
0: (laughs) I would be
1: so overwhelmed by it, I'm sure. There are are places to plug your Teslas in all over in the future. Hopefully,
0: we'll have flying cars by then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Good question, Tom.
3: Well, thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about the WCSG Backstage podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Learn more at WCSG.org and search the keyword backstage. Time to close things out with a deep cut. Jeremy, what'd you bring?
0: Well, typically with the deep cut, we try to find a song that you don't hear on the station. Uh, Previously, I was going to go with the Toby Mac and Blessing Offer song, The Goodness, but then it popped up on the station. So I was like, I got to find something. That. No, that's okay. Um, so I did a little digging and just happened to find a new song just came out a couple days ago, and it features a couple of unexpected voices, mm. Matt Marr and Drew Holcomb. Oh. Uh, the two oh. teamed up for a song called My Old Friend, and the song celebrates the value of true friendship and was actually inspired by Matt Marr's 30th high school reunion. He says, uh, this song was very special to me, and I hope that it sounds like the friendships new and old that went into making it. So mm. hope you join, enjoy Does it have this?
3: a line? And there's like, we can't do this. We're going to get in trouble because oh, that's ha- what some old
0: friends. are. I have are. no idea what his childhood was like. <laughs> Maybe he was a, a little bit uh, naughty guy, uh, but this is Matt Murphy featuring Drew Holcomb and my old friend. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Anja. And this is WCSG Backstage. It's
2: differences of opinion, differences of taste. When we talk about the world, we're seeing different things. Tell me it's all ended I think we've just begun We have a history You and me Maybe that's good enough Time stands still Whenever I see you Once again Unpacking all the present cause it always goes so fast We might get lost, our paths will cross Maybe that's good enough